0: Welcome to God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at gods5minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's 5 Minutes.
1: Hello, friends. The ninth chapter of Genesis describes the concourse between God and Noah as he was leaving the ark. God spake unto Noah, Behold, I establish my covenant with you, and with every living creature that is with you, Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood. This is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you for perpetual generations. I do set my bow in the cloud, and it shall be for a token for a covenant between me and the earth. When Noah left the ark, after this stupendous act of divine justice, he must have felt that the first thing he needed was some assurance as to the footing on which he and the new world round him stood with God. The flood had swept away the old order. It had revealed terrible possibilities of destruction in nature and terrible possibilities of wrath in God. Was any knowledge of His intentions and ways possible? Could continuance of the new order be counted on? The answer to such questions was God's covenant. Now, as then, when any great convulsions shake what seems permanent and bring hope to people, the thinness of the crust separating us from an infinite depth of unknown possibilities of change on which we walk, the heart cries out for some assurance of perpetuity and some revelation of God's mind. We can have such as truly as Noah had if we use the revelation given us in Jesus. In God's covenant with Noah, the fact of the covenant may first be noted. What is a covenant? The term usually implies a reciprocal bond, both parties to which come under obligations by it, each to the other. But in this case, there are no obligations on the part of men or of the creatures. This covenant is God's only. It is contingent on nothing done by the recipients. He binds himself, whatever be the conduct of people... This covenant is a self-motivated promise of an unconditional mercy. May we not say that the new covenant in Jesus Christ is after the pattern of this, rather than after the manner of compacts which require both parties to do their particular parts? But note the great thought that God limits His freedom of action by this definite promise— Noah was not left to grope in dread among the terrible possibilities opened by the flood. God marked out the line on which he would move and likewise marked off a course which he would not pursue. It's like a king giving his subjects a constitution. We can reckon on God. He has let people know much of the principles and methods of his government. He has sent buoys to show his course as it were on the ocean, or Greece penciled it down on a chart. We are not dealing with arbitrary power, with unscrutable will. Our God is not one who giveth no account of any of his matters. To use a common saying, we know where to find him. Notice the substance of this covenant. It is only concerned with physical nature. There is nothing spiritual or religious about it. There are to be no more universal deluges. That is all which it guarantees, but this threw a solemn light on the past. It taught that the flood was an exception in the divine government, which should stand unrepeated forever, in its dread preeminence testifying how awful it was as judicial act, and how outrageous had been the guilt which had drowned out of existence and sight. A wholesome terror at the unexampled act of judgment would fill the hearts of the little group which now represented mankind. Consider the effect of the new covenant in encouraging hope. No one needed some assurance a new order would last. Is it worthwhile to plant or so? We all need the same kind of assurance. The New Testament writers tell us of another time of stupendous destruction, heralding the end of this planet as we know it. "'Such matters are in God's hands. "'Our task is still much like it was for Noah, "'to do the things that make the world "'a pleasant, comfortable dwelling place "'for ourselves and those we love, "'friends and community, "'until God shall see fit to take us home "'or deal with His world. "'But in our task, along with so many other cheerful and delightful things, "'the blessing of looking into the rain-clouded sky "'and seeing the magnificent rainbow "'with its radiant colors, "'reminding us of His love, "'is our covenant.'"
0: You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at G-O-D-S-F-I-V-E-minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.
2: If you live within the broadcast area of KEO Radio, we have a podcast just for you. The KEO Community Connection keeps your finger on the pulse of what's coming up in the four state area, telling you about upcoming events you don't want to miss, organizations in our communities doing great work, and conversations with the dynamic citizens who are behind it all. There's a lot going on around you that you don't want to miss. This is Luke Taylor. Join me each week as we talk about what's happening with the people who are making it happen. Brought to you by KEO Radio 91.7 FM and the Sky High Podcast Network. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.